Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the 1874 preview show as Villa take on Sheffield United at Villa Park on Friday night. I'm your host, Dan Bardell, joined by my Sky Sports News colleague, Dave Reed, to look forward to the game. Unfortunately, there's a lack of comms before we came on and we're wearing the same clothes, which isn't ideal. I imagine there'll be a few comments in the YouTube comments about that. So apologies for us wearing the same clothing. But Dave, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Apart from apart from the same clothing debacle, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We're we're all good. Let's hope we don't do that next month in January because that could be <laughs> embarrassing. Although we're very unlikely to be wearing. There's the, no the, way I've got any of your clobber in my wardrobe. No oh, way. Steady, steady. On that white, <laughs> that white cardigan comes out again. Everyone remembers that cardigan. Right. I'll tell you what. My first, other than the clothes, I'll tell you what. One of my worries is tomorrow night is that I've been there for the. 15 games in a row that Villa have won at home and I can't go tomorrow night. It's playing on my mind that maybe Villa have won 15 games in a row because of my presence, although I've been there since I was seven. So, you know, they've definitely not done this ever before. But there's a slight concern as a superstitious person that me not being there may impact things though. Your your singing and, and frantic oh, support will be heavily missed. I suppose if we do lose, that we, we can go back and say that was the reason. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to do that. And then I'll be back on the 30th and we'll start winning again, create another bit of bit, bit of history, I'm sure. But in all seriousness, this is a massive chance for Villa to go top of the league in the Premier League, something they've not done for a long time. I don't think we ever managed to get to the top of the Championship in three years either. We were never at the top of the Championship, were we? It, it doesn't feel like. Anyway, so this is a huge opportunity for Villa, given that Arsenal and Liverpool play the next day as well. There's every chance that Villa could be top at Christmas, which would be a monument mental achievement and a, and a great moment nothing's won at Christmas but it'd be a lovely little milestone it would it would be a real landmark as well in the in the kind of ownership of 
Nasser Sawiris and Wes Edens and also the, the leadership of Unai Emery. It would be a real milestone, a real landmark if Villa were able to do it tomorrow night. I think um, I think we've got to be careful that we don't get ahead of ourselves. I think a lot of people are just assuming that the result will go our way tomorrow, given the home record, given the position that Sheffield United are in. But I think Unai Emery will be a stickler in his preparation to try and do as much homework as he can on Chris Wilder and on Sheffield United in order to get the attitude right. The attitude has got, got to be spot on tomorrow night. There can be no assumptions made by anybody that Villa can just turn up and turn over Sheffield United because they've got a lot of fighters on their team. And given their position, Chris Wilder's going to have them fired up in order to try and try and get a result. So, yeah, absolutely. Tomorrow, all things are pointing in the direction of three points, but still got to get there, still got to get those goals and still got to win that game. Yeah, you know, Villa have got a few absentees as well. Unai Emery spoken to the press today. I think Tillemans is out. Pau Torres is out. So you imagine Clement Longley might come in. Luckily, Douglas Louise is back to come into, into central midfield. So Villa have got a, a few absentees. And then obviously there's the long-term ones as well. Pau Torres, I think, has been huge in this last month to, to six weeks. So many of the goals that Villa score stem from him starting up the play, building up from the back. So him, him not going to be there is, is a blow. We hope that that's not anything that's going to keep him sidelined for a while. Yeah, I think um, Unai Emery has said today that he can't be sure whether he'll be back for the Manchester United game. So it doesn't seem like it's going to be a serious one. Although Villa haven't got the best track record in terms of informing supporters on injury returns. But Unai Emery has been pretty reliable with that since he's come in. So it seems like it's not a quite a serious one for Pau Torres that he might well be back either for Manchester United or the game after that. But you're right, he's been absolutely magnificent. <coughs> Excuse me. Had a bit of a cough this week. Um, but no, he's been great. And in terms of the way Villa build up from the back, he's been great. Um, he is, uh, and also defensively, I think he's been outstanding as well. And you've got to think, you know, is there going to be a reshuffle at the back? Come on, Longley, lots of stories this week around his loan and the, the future of that loan. I don't think he's had as much football as he would have liked, although I can't imagine that Villa promised him that he was going to be starting every single game when that loan deal was struck. So... Yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether he comes in or whether there is a reshuffle at the back and Esri Konza moves back to centre-back. I was looking today and Konza hasn't played at centre-half in a Premier League game for more than a month now. And I just wonder whether that is something that might come down the line. It might not be a question or an argument for this week. But given Esri Konza's ambitions to play for England, if he has continued to play at right-back, I wonder whether there's a question there for him to say, look, I need to be playing at centre-back for my international ambitions and, and playing at right-back is probably slightly harming him a little bit. But I don't think that's probably a question or an argument for this week. It's just given how well Villa have played at the back. You know, it's been Carlos and it's been Pal Torres and it's been Esri Konza and sometimes Cash has played a little bit in front of him. So you wonder whether it would be a straight swap, left-footer for left-footer, Clement Longley. That's the thing that keeps the balance at the back. It opens up the passing angles onto that left-hand side for Pal Torres. Um or whether Diego Carlos shuffles over. Diego Carlos has played left centre-back before in his career. Will he decide to shuffle him over and concert and then play Matty Cash at right-back? Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favourite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hmm. Potentially, I think. Actually, I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? Because Longley hasn't had a chance in the Premier League. And if you're looking to utilize your squad and keep people happy, if you're not playing him now, probably doesn't send a great message to him. You also think with the, the games coming thick and fast over Christmas, probably not going to play Carlos in all three of those games. Do you leave him out for this one in the game, the home game that you think perhaps will be easier than the game that, that comes after? So probably I'd think it will be Longley and Concer and maybe Carlos will sit out and back to Cashin and Luca Dean at the fullbacks and go a little bit more attacking in, in the build-up. I guess the problem with that is if you're looking to build up from a back three, Kamara's not there. So, you know, central midfield, you assume, is going to be Louise and McGinn because there isn't really anyone else. Or maybe he does play Dendonka for this one, but you'd assume Louise and McGinn. That means Ramsey continues down the left. Probably will Bailey play on the right. I'm not sure if Cash is playing right back. It's, you know, it's hard to get into to Emery's mind and, and, and look at how he's going to do things. But the good thing about this is still, even with people out now, Villa still have options and still have good players to choose from. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that Esri Consul will start. So it's whether he starts at right back or centre back. I think Matty Cash will play this game. So, and I think he'll play it from right back. So that would suggest that it would be Cash, Consul, Longley, and either Dean or or Moreno. Um, I think that's another question that we have to answer whether Dean or, or Moreno. Uh, I think he'll be Dean for this in. one. I think he'll be Dean for this one. And then, yeah, in the, in midfield, it's interesting because I, I messaged you after the Brentford game that John McGinn played at right central midfield instead of maybe the more natural left-hand side. And he, he swapped Bubakar Kamara over to the left central midfield against Brentford, which I thought was an interesting move. Now, if Matty Cash does play at right back and, you know, the, 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 the kind of trend has been that Kamara would drop in and play right centre-back in build-up, I can't imagine that John McGinn would do that from the, the right central midfield position. And I, I can't imagine maybe that Douglas Louise would do that because I think he's slightly better when he's got kind of more of, well, when he's got more of a view in front of him of what's going on. You know, Kamara will, will often just be playing the short passes where you kind of want Douglas Louise to be playing more incisive balls through. So I think there is a bit of a conundrum in central midfield. I think it will probably be McGinn and Louise and then I think they will slightly adjust and maybe Matty Cash will sit deeper in build-up I don't think he'll be flying down the right-hand side so then it's a case of okay is Bailey fit and then does he play down that right-hand side we don't often see Cash and Bailey together given both their tendencies to kind of want to attack and and fly so yeah there, there is a bit of a conundrum in team selection in how we play and then you mentioned Dendonka there. I think he's been solid every time he's come in. Maybe this is one for him to play in front of the home fans. And 
give him some game time, give him some confidence, and then maybe McGinn plays on the right-hand side. Um, and then that enables Cash maybe to get forward a little bit more or time his runs better when he doesn't have Leon Bailey uh, kind of looking in the same space as he wants to attack down that right-hand side. So I think, yeah, there's some interesting selection decisions that Unai has got to take tomorrow. Yeah, Zaniolo is an option in, in midfield as well. Obviously scored his first goal for the club last week in, in Europe. Didn't play against Brentford, but came on and, and had an impact on, on the game for the brief time he, he was on, on the pitch. So looking at our at the visitors, Sheffield United, Difficult to judge them at the moment, isn't it? Because they've had that managerial change, of course, with Chris Wilder going back there. But a, a familiar face should line up against us in, in Cameron Archer. Yeah, um, since Chris Wilder's come in, he's he's not really been playing through the middle. He's played off the left-hand side. Um, and I, I heard an interview with Chris Wilder on Five Live last weekend and he was saying that you know, Archer is a threat given his pace and his ability to run with the ball. And he's kind of started him on the left-hand side, but... The option is always there if they are chasing the game for him to move and play through the middle. So I think that's an option. He'll be uh, he'll be fired up. Um, I think he'll be excited to play in front of the Villa Park uh, fans. And yeah, I think I expect him to kind of start on the left hand side if if Sheffield United go with a four four one four one, which is how they've lined up the last couple of matches. But I don't think people should be thinking that. Chris Wilder is going to bring his his team here and kind of defend for the whole game. I think there will be a, a defensive side of it to start the game for Sheffield United, but he's always keen when they go away to you know bigger sides, so called bigger sides, that he wants his side to create chances. They did create a couple of chances against Chelsea, unable to take them, and I think you know they they will want to go there and try and hurt Aston Villa in any way they can. So Cameron Archer is going to play a big part of that. Is there anyone else in their in their side that that worries you, Sheffield United setup? I mean, I I do like Gus Hamer. I've watched him a lot. Um, watched him a lot in the Championship. Um, I've got you know family connections to Coventry, so there's some Coventry City supporters in my family. So they, you know, they always raved about. Well done, him. Well done for admitting that, Dave. It's a difficult thing to have to come on here and and say. In fairness, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I, I I quite like Coventry. I've got a soft spot for him. So. Um, yeah, Gus Hamer's, I think he's quality. I think he is combative. I think he's got energies. He's got the ability to get about the pitch. And then he's got, a, a, you know, good vision, able to play a pass. And he's obviously can pop up with a goal as well. So I, re- I really like him. He's He'll be one to watch if he plays, Dan. Yeah, it'd be interesting because I think Sheffield United might be planning some some rotation in, in, in there as well with the games coming up as quickly as they do at Christmas. The interesting thing, I suppose, this Christmas period for everyone I was reading, reading this earlier is that people have the team, sorry, they have different rest periods because the games are, are spread out and the way that they're picked for TV and whatnot. Villas is actually quite congested compared to, like, if you look at Tottenham's, for example, their games are quite spread out. I think they might even have nine days without a game or something at one point. That doesn't sound right. I'm sure that's what I read there earlier. But everyone, basically, and especially the teams towards the top, they have different forms of congestion or different rest periods, which... It's no, no avoiding it, it really, but it, it can be an advantage to the teams if they've got a bigger rest period. Yeah, I think so. And I think that's why we may see some changes for this game um, for both teams, given the amount of fixtures that are coming up. Um, and, you know, everyone loves the, the Christmas calendar, but I think it is tough for managers and players to get that rest and recovery in. And particularly when you've got players coming back from injury, like Pau Torres, you know, Yuri Tillemans is probably going to miss most of the Christmas period. I think it's going to be, I think Uno Emery said today, it's going to be at least two weeks. So 
that would rule him out for the Christmas period. Just as he so was getting going as well. Yeah, really, really horrible uh, situation for him, really. Um, but the good news is it doesn't sound like it's going to be too serious. So that's going to be good for him and he won't lose too much fitness during those couple of weeks. So I think it is going to be particularly uh, interesting to see how Villa manage the schedule and manage the rotation of players. So it wouldn't surprise me if there was some rotation tomorrow evening. Let's have a prediction then, Dave. What's your, what's your score prediction for this one? I am going to go for... A 1-0 victory. I've gone for another clean sheet. Never not <laughs> clean sheet, Dave Reid. If Dave Reid's clean sheets this season. But I just hope that it's not, you know, it could well turn into a bit of a nervy one if Villa don't hit the front early in the game. You know, the atmosphere could get a little bit on edge because we're expected to win this game. So I think it, it could well be one where we just have to keep in the back of our minds that there might be some patience needed if Sheffield United are quite solid, which they might well be. I think it's one of them where Villa will just have to keep a little bit of patience. And I think Uno Emery has kind of shown that in different games, particularly in Europa Conference League, that he's able to control the players and he's able to, you know, instill in them that there might be an element of patience and not to rush things. So I think they've shown what will prove certainly that they're able to do that. But tomorrow night could be one where if Villa don't score early or there's a few chances for the opposition, they might just need to be a little bit of patience shown. Yeah, I'm going for 2-0 to Villa. I'm going to predict a, a clean sheet as well. I think Villa will have enough in, the, in enough to, to get this one over the line. It, I feel like it might be a little bit like the European games and that Villa maybe don't go for, full tilt for, for this one. But, you know, you know, like in the game, like Luton, for example, it, they, they, you felt quite comfortable in that game. I think it might be a little bit like this one, but I don't want to curse it because I'm not there and we know I've had a massive impact on these last 15 games. So, yeah, I don't, don't want to <laughs> curse it too much. Right, then that does us for the preview show. I don't know what's happening over Christmas, in all honesty. I haven't even thought about it. Everything's been so manic and busy. So keep your eye on our socials and we'll work out some form of schedule over Christmas. Thanks to my clothes twin, Dave Reed for joining me. And thank you to Adam for producing. If we don't do another show before Christmas, which is highly possible, I'm not going to lie, I hope everyone that watches the channel has a wonderful Christmas. I hope it's a great one for you and you get everything that you want and get to celebrate with your friends and family. And I hope it's filled with Villa victories. Take care. Have a good Friday night at Villa Park, those that are going and up the Villa. Podcast Network.